Well, hello everyone, and welcome to another Goat Cloud Hangout. Um, my name is Cliff Rohde. I am the owner and chief executive goat of Goat Cloud Communications LLC, and we help you not only to survive but to thrive at the intersection of communications and technology. And we could not be more delighted to be having our next or our current uh, hangout. This is our Easter Bunny edition. A very uh, happy Passover and Easter to everybody out there who's celebrating. Um, if you happen to be watching this on a uh, computer or a smartphone, please make sure to tell the world about it. Hashtag Goat Hangout on Twitter, Google+, Facebook, wherever, you name it. And, um, and it'll let the world know. And the world really wants to know these things. Now... There are a couple of uh, other preliminaries that I wanted to mention. One is we do have questions and answers available, um, Q&A, so via this Hangout. And so if you want to participate, though, in Q&A, what you're really going to need to do is um, go to the Google Hangout page rather than uh, look at this on our website. And uh, those questions and answers will be captured, of course, for, uh, for the future. And um, go ahead and ask a question. Hopefully, we will be able to address it. Um, also, I wanted to say a little bit more about GoCloud, which is to say we're big believers in corporate responsibility. We give some money every year to organizations that actually donate goats to communities in need around the world. There are all sorts of ways that you can participate either in that process or you can do your own thing, um, but give it a little something back. We like to. We hope you do, too. From the last Hangout, uh, we got together a couple of weeks ago, and that was a slightly different format. We did it in an interview with Dr. Tom Denham of Careers in Transition. It was an awesome interview, and I encourage you to check it out on our website. All the archives of all the Hangouts are there. Uh, Dr. Tom talked about a couple of things that were of interest. One is, being a small business person himself, he talked about how he deploys technology in his small business, and so you might find some nuggets there. But also, uh, what he does is he helps people whose careers in transition. And so he offered up some really valuable tips on what you can do as someone who wants to advance your career to use technology uh, to help do just that. So I encourage you to check out that um, Goat Cloud Hangout. It was really, uh, really fun to do. If you have an idea for a Hangout, or if you would like to participate on a Hangout one day, just drop us a line. Uh, send me a note at cliff at goatcloud.com. Obviously, you can visit our website at goatcloud.com, find the Hangout section, and just pop your comments in there, and we'll check it out. Thank you very much. Now, <clears throat> without uh, further ado, we're going to go into our news section. Now, I wanted to spend... Um, just a minute or two talking about kind of topical news, which is not entirely related to WordPress SEO, which is what we're going to be getting into in just a minute. But there's been a lot of news recently about security on the Internet. Um, you know, indeed, I, I think one of the manifestations of this is that on our website, one of the most popular pages by far is the one that's related to what to do if your email account has been hacked. Um, I encourage you to check it out if that's ever been a problem for you or if you've been bombed lately by all these fake emails uh, from AOL or other accounts. Maybe you can let your friend know to check out that uh, blog post that we put up. But so security is very topical. Um, an important part because you've, you may have heard of what's called Heartbleed. Uh, there are the heart 
bleed bug, which is related to what's called the SSL or um, oh, oh my goodness, security socket layer on um, internet addresses that are supposed to be secure. You know they're secure typically because they'll start with HTTPS uh, rather than just HTTP and depending on the browser you use there might be a little padlock or something like that showing that it in fact it's secure. Well in fact that little padlock was a bunch of hooey because there was this bug um, that was potentially exploitable um, and uh, you know, could cause problems. You wouldn't really know eventually if you were on a secure site or not. So one of the things that you can do is find out from whatever provider it is of services online where they have a secure connection and where you log in with a username and a password is first find out from them whether they were subject to the heart bleed bug because some people had corrected it some time ago and were, did not or did not have the problem to begin with. So that would be good to know. Second is if they did um, have the problem, were subject to the bug, then you're going to want to make sure that that bug has been corrected. And if it has been corrected, then you're going to want to change your password on your account, but only once you're assured that the heart bleed problem has been resolved on that website. So we also have tips on our website about how to um, create a secure password, how to manage multiple passwords. You know, this, this really isn't the topic. Maybe we'll, we'll, we'll do this as a topic for another uh, GoCloud Hangout. Um, but passwords, uh, there are a lot of secure ways to take care of passwords on the Internet. And make sure you're doing that because otherwise, you know, people can get into your accounts and you probably don't want people sniffing around in your accounts. So now, without further ado, um, we are going, in fact, to move into the kind of the meat of this particular hangout, which is where we're going to be talking about um, WordPress SEO or search engine optimization uh, essential techniques. Right? Just to take a step back, search engine optimization, I'm going to call it SEO from here on out, uh, is the art and science of making sure that your website gets found um, by search engines, right? If you're going to have a website, chances are you want people to find your website. And you don't just want your mother to find it, who you already gave your URL to. Um, you want other people to find it, strangers perhaps, who don't know about you but would like to um, use the services or buy the goods that you offer. So search engine optimization, <clears throat> SEO, helps your website get found. Um, now, there's, there are shortcuts, of course, to SEO. Um, one way is to do online advertising, pay for the clicks through to your website. Um, you know, for somebody with a brand new website, that's not necessarily a bad way to go. At GoatCloud, we certainly offer pay-per-click advertising uh, services. There are plenty of other vendors out there who offer those types of services. Um, it's shorthand. You know, people sometimes think that um, or it's a shorthand way to get to your website or to get website traffic quickly. And a lot of people think sometimes, oh, I would never do an ad. They're expensive. Nobody ever clicks on them. Um, and you know, really, both things are untrue. One is that they're expense as expensive as you want them to be because you set your own budget. Um, and the other is plenty of people do actually click on ads. Um, 
and you you might be surprised. Um, even if you think you know you only click on the the unpaid uh, listings at Google, well, I think Google revenue suggests that uh, plenty of people are clicking on ads, and it's not just your competitors clicking on your ads um, trying to game the system. In fact, that does happen a little bit, but Google tries to prevent that from happening. But in any event, <clears throat> think about ads as as a quick way to get traffic to your website. But over the long haul, you want unpaid traffic to your website. Um, showing up in organic results is a, uh, it's sort of like a mark of trust, really, because people see that uh, you have, or the search engines have decided that you actually provide value to the public, and they reward you, the search engines reward you with that trust by putting you on the first page of their rankings. Um, you know, probably what we're talking about by search engines is Google, by and large. They have the overwhelming market share in the United States, an even bigger chunk of the market if you look at worldwide figures. Um, but you don't want to forget about Bing also, and there are other um, search engines that are out there. AOL, DuckDuckGo is a, a newcomer. Um, but, you know, uh, generally speaking, what you might do on your website that's going to be good for Google is really going to be good for uh, any of these other search engines. Now, <clears throat> what I'd like to do is, uh, and excuse me, I'm going to have a drink of water here for a minute, my Marco Rubio moment. Ah, thank you. Uh, pardon the interruption. Um, we're going to do a screen share. So if you're not watching this, um, I think you're still going to get something out of it because you can listen and you can figure out what it is we're doing. Um, but it's probably going to be better to watch. So you may want to come back um, and watch this. Let's see if I can do a screen share now with you. Now, I will say, um, what I'm going to do is go into, and in fact, I am in now, a developmental website that I've put together. Um, and it may look a little bit different than your typical WordPress installation. The reason being is that I tend to download on this um, website <clears throat> uh, the most recent version of WordPress even if it's not publicly available yet. So I get the beta tester versions of WordPress. But by and large it looks pretty similar. So what I'm going to do is step you through um, how when you add a new post to your WordPress website, the very basic critical SEO components of posting that new site that you're going to want to be thinking about um, as you put that post up that are entirely important for search engines. If you don't do this stuff, search engines are going to have a hard time finding you. And you want search engines to have an easy time finding you. So we're going to take some steps. It's about five steps um, that are going to make sure that search engines know uh, what it is that you're trying to accomplish here on your website and may even reward you with a little bit of love. So uh, we're going to come up here to new post. So here's new. We're going to create a brand new post. Um, you know, I often talk about um, uh, when I'm doing suggestions here, I talk about um, uh, putting up something about roses. I don't know why, but so maybe I'll use the roses model here or some other one. Um, actually, I'm going to use a different one this time. I'm going to talk about WordPress because we're talking about WordPress right now. So first off, um, the title of your post is critical for search engine optimization. So we want this post to be about WordPress. Um, WordPress um, essential 
SEO techniques. Now, I got to say, even the word of techniques, that's a little bit hard for people to spell. We always want to be thinking, and I, and I should mention this, we want to be in, try to get inside the minds of the people who are going to be searching for this stuff. So let's use a word that's not quite so highfalutin as techniques called tips. And we're going to add a new post, and that's what we're going to call it. Now, we're going to save a draft over here. And now I think, boy, um, what should pop up here, if it does, yeah, is what's called a permalink. And I want to spend a second on permalinks. Um, <clears throat> the permalink in WordPress uh, world is the link, or just the URL, the address, the page, the website page where you're, uh, where this information is going to exist on the internet. And so you'll see this first part. Uh, the way I've set up permalinks is going to be the web address, and then the remainder is going to be the title that we've just chosen for this blog post. Now. Um, the way you can set up permalinks, and we're going to uh, just take a, a sidestep here for a second, is you go to Settings in WordPress, come down here to Permalinks. Now, it's a really good idea to make sure that your permalink structure is related to the words um, that are uh, going to be on your website. And what I mean by that is the default you'll see up here that WordPress sets up for permalink structure is numbers. Well, numbers say nothing about whatever the content is that's on your website. I typically like to choose post name um, for my permalink structure. So we get the website first, and then we get the, uh, the name of the post. So let's go back to where we're updating that post. Um, and that's a really good way, because I'm, I'm, I'm saying to you that the really, uh, possibly the most important aspect of um, uh, search engine optimization for putting up a blog post is the title of the page. <clears throat> now, we're actually going to change the SEO, or possibly change the SEO uh, title of the page in a second. But th right here, we've got the, uh, the WordPress title. So, what I'm going to do is I like to work my way down before maybe I even have any content. Um, I like to work my way down the right-hand side of the uh, of the panel here of the uh, add a add a post panel, so I've got a category here. We definitely want WordPress to be a category. Um, I all my blog items I will categorize as blog as well, and eh, marketing maybe as long as I have the word marketing in over here, I'm going to be okay with clicking on this one over here, and maybe another one over here would be uh, SEO. Let's add a new category, and and that'll be a, a category. Now when you think about categorization. Um, for, um, and you can see I'm having trouble here, it looks like with um, this particular version of WordPress, the category did not automatically pop up. But it will, generally speaking, when you add a new category and hit Add. So, um, oh, there we go, it popped up. When you think of categories, think of the 30,000 foot view for what the content is about generally. All right, and you don't really want to have more than about three or four categories, probably. If you do, then you have a uh, blog post that you should probably break it down into multiple blog posts. Continuing, another, we want to add some tags um, to this. Now, these are going to be individual words that are standout words in the blog content itself. So SEO is going to be one, WordPress. Now, you see these may be repeated a little bit for the categories. Um, tips. I would say no more than four to six. We're going to add these tags. And then these are ways, too, that people can search through your website 
<clears throat> you may have multiple blog posts that deal with SEO. And so a, per a person can search tags and they're going to find all the different blog posts that you have related to SEO. So you want to make sure that you put in some tags too for your WordPress website. They're great for search engine optimization too. Um, now, <clears throat> moving further on down on this right-hand panel, you see featured image. Now, not every theme, and a theme in WordPress world is what gives your site its look and feel, has featured images. You want to be using a theme uh, that uses a featured image, to my mind. That's my personal opinion, but they're useful because that will, generally speaking, be the image that is grabbed when you're sharing or when somebody is sharing your blog post around on the Internet, on Facebook, Twitter, etc. So you want to set a featured image. So... We just clicked on Set Featured Image, and it offers us the opportunity to, opportunity to either choose an image that we've already uploaded into the media library, or we can upload a new file. Now, I want to tell you something about uploading files. Um, you probably want to do some work um, before you upload a file to your media library, um, in, in the sense that you want to make sure that the image is right, uh, you want to make sure that um, the image is not too big, and critically, um, because this is something that you cannot really change once you've uploaded the file to WordPress, you want to give your image file a name that is related to whatever that image is about. Search engines cannot still reliably look at an image and understand what it is. And so the image itself offers key SEO information um, or the opportunity to offer key SEO information to the search engines starting with the actual name of the file. And I'm going to show you what I mean here. So I've chosen a file that I've already uploaded into the media library. And you can see right here uh, if you're watching, that is, that I've named the file what hyphen is hyphen hyphen SEO hyphen ask hyphen the hyphen goat dot JPEG. Right? The title or, or the file name itself are words, and those words are separated by hyphens. Don't use underscores, use hyphens. Don't run all the words together, use hyphens. The search engines understand that the hyphen separates word from word. Now, you also want to give um, the, or actually let's take another look at, at what we're looking at here with the, the file. Now the file is also somewhat limited in size. It's uh, 1024 pixels by 725. So it's a good size. I wouldn't say you want to go much bigger, um, but you want to make sure that you're not uploading um, images that are 4,000 pixels wide by 3,000 deep because um, those are going to slow down your website. Now, one thing about search engine optimization, which we're not going to spend a lot of time on today, though, is site speed. Search engines care how quickly your sites render. And so if you have a slow website, you're going to get diminished in the search engine rankings compared to your competitor who has a fast site, everything else being equal. So make sure uh, that you use reasonably sized images, not huge images. Now, when it comes to... Um, Images, you want to give them a title that's relevant. Now, often what I do, if I've chosen a good file name, I'll just use this title, and I'll, I'll remove the hyphens here. You don't, do you really have to? Probably not. Um, but I tend to. And you could even be a, add a little bit more to the title. This is, again, all giving information to the search engines um, of what the value is of this picture. 
And critically, you also want to put in in this um, alt text a information that is words that are readable words, um, because that alt text information will appear if somebody does not see the image on their screen. That is, if the image is not rendering, maybe they've chosen to do that, maybe there's a problem, they'll see instead a, a word descriptor of what the image is about. And so that's what you want in alt text. And if you want to go even further, you can add a description as well, or even a caption. Uh, I usually add more information for my WordPress websites in the description, what the image is about. Again, these are all words um, that say what the image is about and help the search engines take people to that page. Because remember, um, people can also search on the search engines for images themselves. And the result, though, is going to be a web page, which we hope is going to be your web page. So set the featured image. We've done that now. Um, remember, and, and I will say, too, images are critical from a uh, visitor perspective because people like to see images. Um, they don't like just text. Some people respond better to images. Some people respond better to video, some to audio, some to text. It's true. But you want to make sure you have an image, and you want to make sure that that image is optimized for search. Now, that exhausts what we've done down the right-hand side of this panel, um, in my theme anyway. And so what I want to move to now is SEO plugins. There are two SEO plugins, um, a plugin, right, being a part of uh, WordPress that's a, another software module that adds some kind of functionality to your website. Now, you don't want to uh, have too many um, plugins on your website. You only ha want to have those plugins that um, provide value, whether it's to you um, or to the end user. So WordPress SEO by Yoast is a great SEO plugin. Uh, there's another one called All-in-One SEO Pack. I've used both of them a lot. I like them both. Uh, my sites are kind of 50-50 on which one is which. But <clears throat> here's what you want to think about critically for um, your WordPress plugin. One is um, you want to have what's called an SEO title. Now, this is an opportunity to have a title that is different from the title that shows up up here for the post title. Now, I wouldn't get too cute with this. They should be related, uh, very closely related, in fact. Um, but see here that um, the Yoast is telling us that you're limited to about 70 characters. Truthfully, that number may be even smaller um, because sometimes with uh, Google search results, um, because of the way they've sort of changed formatting, you may see as few as 60 characters. All-in-one SEO pack recommends that you put fewer characters in there. But it does give you the opportunity here to have um, a greater post title, which may make sense, again, as the user is looking at it, but condense it somewhat for the SEO title. So like I just did this, and I don't know if you noticed this, but the way my site is set up, it the default is that it um, puts into the title information like the site name. And, and that's really just superfluous to my mind. It's a waste of characters. So put in this SEO title what it's about. And critically, these are the two critical points of, of the WordPress or the uh, SEO plugin. You have to have an SEO title. And by the way, that SEO title needs to be unique. You should not have two pages or posts on your website that have the same SEO title uh, or the same page or post title for that matter. 
They need to be unique, as does this meta description. Now, Yoast is saying here 156 characters. I think all-in-one SEO says you can go up to about 140 characters. That's the ballpark. The meta description needs to be a summary of whatever the content is. And again, it should have words that are in the, in the words uh, of the content of the post, and it needs to be um, you know, uh, critical, related to whatever this post is about. And this is another time when you're trying to get into the head of someone who is searching for the information that you're providing on your website and trying to figure out what is the best um, you know, what is the best summary? How are people going to find this? So, and you want to you want to do a little bit of a call to action here um, that lets people know what they can do. So why don't we say learn about the most important uh, essential SEO WordPress tips help people to find your site on the web. Now, I'll tell you something. I, th I, that's only about 100 characters. I still got 50 to go, but uh, in the interest of saving time, I'm not going to put more in. And also, I'm just kind of thinking about this on the fly. I would put a little bit more thought into it um, to make sure that I maximize those use of characters and that I'm really writing compelling uh, copy there so that people are likely to click on it. Why is that? Because um, when your page shows up in search results, um, this information is going to show up. The WordPress, uh, or I'm sorry, the SEO title and the meta description. Also, this information will show up when people share uh, this page on Facebook, on Twitter, on Google+, etc. So you want to make sure that you're putting your best foot forward here in a very uh, smart and concise way. Um, and, and again, in a compelling way, because you want people to uh, be clicking on it. Now, uh, what I will also do, uh, moving from SEO, the SEO plugin, what I do is I take this meta description and also, uh, and I will copy it and I will put it right here into the excerpt because it is often the case that on your, your website, it, again, if your WordPress theme allows excerpts, then I would recommend that you allow a WordPress theme that, or, or enact or put into place a WordPress theme that does allow excerpts. Um, you're going to want to um, put the excerpt there because like if you have a blog summary page that lists the various pages, you want it to um, say what that page is about by what's in the excerpt rather than just choosing like the first 150 characters of the post because again you're trying to entice visitors to click through to that page um, and read it. So um, make sure and, and generally it's just easy uh, and this is why I've actually set these up here you could move these uh, buttons around on your website but um, on the back end of your website but I tend to think of that about that meta description in the SEO plugin and then I just copy it right into the excerpt so before I forget we're gonna come up here we don't want to lose our work I'm gonna save save draft here um, now the content here of course not really getting into it a lot for SEO purposes but this content um, needs to be um, a value, right? It should be unique, it should be compelling, 
It should be interesting, um, and it should not be uh, duplicated anywhere else on your website or anywhere else on anybody else's website either. This ought to be your content. Now, I will say, um, you might want to as well um, have like a sub uh, <clears throat> a subtitle here that is also rich with uh, words that are meaningful for search purposes. And what you want to do here is, let's see if we can see. Um, what we're going to want to do is give that a header function. I will usually give it header two because this is going to be a header one. Header headers are relevant for SEO as well. So now, last thing that I want to talk about here um, for kind of essential tips for SEO with your WordPress website is um, an XML sitemap, or really, let's say sitemaps in general. There are two basic types of sitemaps. Um, one is an XML sitemaps, which are what you use to tell search engines what content is on your website. And the other is a, an HTML website, um, which you can create also with plugins uh, very easily on your WordPress site. But they are those are more shorthand for a visitor to your website so that they can learn what is on your website or see very quickly what is on your website uh, all throughout your website. It's also, frankly, a good page, um, an HTML page, for the search engines to understand what your website is about. So always encourage to have an HTML website, I'm sorry, sitemap, but also an XML uh, sitemap. Now, with the Yoast um, SEO plugin, the great news is you can add an XML sitemap here. So we're going to leave this page. Um, and, and go to this XML sitemap function. But I will say also there are other um, plugins out there that, that just allow you to create an XML sitemap. You can see that this is creating um, an XML sitemap. So if we would go to our website, it'd be website.com slash sitemap.xml, and you're going to see it there. Now, um, what you may want to do too um, is uh, ping the, web, the uh, search engines to let them know um, that uh, you've changed your site. And so the sitemap has changed, and so they know that you've got new content on your website. Search engines love websites that are always producing new content. Um, so general settings, it's going to ping Google and Bing automatically here, um, but this will also allow you to ping Yahoo and Ask.com, which are, of course, search engines that are out there. So. We've covered, um, in a nutshell, uh, let me come back. I'm going to leave the, uh, the screen share, if I can. Boy, if I can figure out how to do this anyway, and come back to the, the Hangout. Um, the, uh, we, have, um, we have gone through your basics with a WordPress uh, setup, what plugins you want to go through. We've worked our way down that right-hand column, um, putting in the featured image, how to deal with the images, um, how to deal with categories, tags. We've talked about um, a post title, uh, headers in your content, etc., cetera, um, and how uh, also to use an excerpt. Um, that SEO plugin, it's critical. Again, all-in-one SEO pack or Yoast SEO are great tools to use. And then also making sure that you have a sitemap so you're telling the search engines um, that you've, hey, I've got new content here. Please index me. Come find it and tell all the people who are searching for things that I do that they should come visit my website. So 
that really is um, kind of in a nutshell uh, what I was going to cover today. We're going a little bit over a half hour, and I'm just going to wrap up now. But you know, if you found any value in this, please be so kind to tweet it out to the world. Go hang out. Let them know that you saw it. Share this hangout with someone. Um, this is going to be archived, of course. Um, if there are any viewers out there, actually right now, if you have a question you want to ask, go ahead. You can ask it, and, and we'll respond in the next couple of minutes. Um, but also, please um, follow us on Facebook, like us on Google+, follow us on Twitter. Every single instance, uh, you'll find us at GoatCloud. Um, and even better, you know, found some information here of value and you want to tell the world, leave a review on our uh, Google Plus Goat Cloud page. It's uh, plus.google.com forward slash plus Goat Cloud. We would really appreciate it. Um, so again, this is Cliff Rohde of Goat Cloud Communications. Um, I'm the owner and chief executive Goat. Thanks so much for listening. Um, if we can help you to uh, thrive at the intersection of communications and technology, we'd love to give it a shot. Just reach out to us. Uh, the phone number is 518-557-7613, or you can reach us at goatcloud.com. My individual email is cliff at goatcloud.com, and uh, we look forward to hearing from you, and thank you so much for listening today. Take care. <laughs>